Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. It really is one of the most important things you can do for yourself in terms of your health. One of the most important things. What is it? Is it going to the doctor? Is it going to the doctor, getting regular checkups? Of course, that's important. Uh, But no, I'm talking about self-care, doing things that support you, take care of you, And that can be eating right and exercising right, but there's a lot of other things that you're probably ignoring and find yourself maybe not fully fulfilled. We're going to talk about self-care today, but a little bit different for a professional. How does that look for somebody that's in a professional world in terms of self-care, taking care of themselves? She's somebody that coaches those people and more all the time. She's an author, speaker, does a lot of great work, millionaire is back with us. Welcome. How are you doing today? Missing you. Where have you been all my life? What's going on? <laughs> oh, not much. I, I'm going to I'm gonna peel back the, the layers in the curtain right now. Personal Got question. It. Personal question. Are you ready? Let's do it. Here's your personal question. What did you do for yourself in terms of self-care today? Today, I went through my meditation process. Okay. And um and I always tell people when I'm working in my office and when I'm in that deep zone, I always have meditation music playing all the time. And actually, I keep it playing in my office 24 hours a day. So that whole aura sensation, as soon as I w- walk into my work zone, all of that is in the atmosphere. Hmm. And it just bring such a soothing space of just comfort and peace before I dive in the pool. (laughs) I appreciate you saying that because I used to do that and I forgot. And now I'm going to start doing it again. And it doesn't even have to be anything in particular, but I feel it needs to be something that you don't know. The music you don't know, like it could be just beats like in the background yes. Yes. Where, where it focuses you focuses you in a different direction makes you feel calmer uh yes. certainly nothing wrong with songs you know uh right maybe go, goes back to when you were a kid or whatever it might be but right. just something there uh makes such a difference in moving your day along and i i forgot so thanks i used to do it all the time Good. I'm glad you're going to incorporate that back into your life. Yeah. Yes. I guess what? That could be, a, you know, one little uh, yes. self-care regimen that somebody does, right? How does this look differently when we talk about professionals? Because I've heard self-care, talked about self-care, I try to practice it. But when we look at self-care for professionals, is it any different? It's very different. Okay. And the reason being mainly because when you think of... Some of the professionals that I have coached and in, in basically really in um, group settings, and it's been social services, you know, when you think about the people that are dealing with, you know, that aspect of life going into families that are dealing with some very traumatic situations oftentimes. Mm. So social workers, firefighters probation officers, surgeons, law enforcement, 911 dispatchers. Oh my gosh, yes. You know, and oftentimes we don't think of 
the trauma that they see, what they deal with every day, because you and I are in different professions where, you know, we get to laugh with people sometimes. We really enjoy the environment. But when you think about those professionals that are out there, the first responders that are on the front line and, you know, there's just a few things that came out of COVID that I can say was some positive triggers and, it certainly opened up the door for us as a nation. And I think globally to really place a different level of respect for the first responders because of what they do every day. Yes, they signed up for it, I tell people, but also you have to respect the fact of what they deal with on a daily basis. And really when you look at it, they're dealing with traumatic situations every day, visually that they're dealing with, what they're hearing and what they're saving lives. So that's very different from what I do, from what you do, Steve. And there's a different dynamic there. And I want to just read a real slight introduction here that I have. And it says, welcome to the world of self-care. This may be new to most of you and to some, a reintroduction. And then to some, a commitment to yourself. In our busy lifestyle, oftentimes we forget about the most important person we know. And it's you. It's me. Think about it. If you're not well, how can you be there for anyone else? It's impossible. So join me on an expedition of health and wellness as I engage you for the day in a relaxing and safe environment because you really do matter. Mm. And, you know, so I go into the definition of self-care. And in those professions that I mentioned, Steve, they have a term that's called compassion fatigue, which I'm quite sure you've probably heard of. But I'm going to go over that and share that. And then I've developed what's called the self-care litmus test as well for you to kind of check on yourself. And there are factors that actually affect our health and also the longevity of our health. And I've got a scale here where I can show, well, it's actually a pie that breaks out of the percentages to show different factors of our lives that affect our health, you know, external factors that affect our health, genetics that affect our health, our career, what we're doing, and then eight dimensions of wellness. And, you know, we may not get through all of these, so we'll come back and share with the audience. But um, Mm. also even like in the job site, you know, there's that term work ergonomics. And the thing about it, you know, if you're at a job where you're sitting all day, you've got to be consciousness conscious of your work environment there. It really does matter because I know for myself, when I went back to school, I was an adult and I, at the time, I was a vice president of a chamber of commerce. So I worked all day, had engagements sometimes at night, but I had to come home and study. I'd be up to two and three in the morning doing papers, doing research. And Steve, when I tell you, I never knew what sciatica was. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. And I got introduced to it Yep. by sitting too long and not getting up, taking breaks. I gotcha. So. <laughs> <laughs> mine, mine was in the form of an ulcer from, from the stress <laughs> driving to this one job years ago. Uh, and exactly what you're saying, sitting. So go to work, yes. you sit, you go home, 
got to drive in a car for an hour and a half and then there and back. Um, yeah. So yeah. It, and, and you don't take the time to care for yourself because you're churning out the next day onto the next day. Right. You're, you're on life scale. You know, that hustle that we all into every day, got to do activity, got to do life yep. things that we're responsible for. And it's the way of the world, but you know, we do damage to ourselves and we're totally unaware. I mean, and I had to go through therapy. At one point, they were talking about possibly doing some back surgery. I mean, it turned into a multiple wow. of situations that I was like, oh, but thank God I was able to get a hold of a great physical therapist. And prior to that, I'd never gone to physical therapy. So I just really didn't even know how phenomenal physical therapists were. And you got to get the right one, of course. But she mm. took my pain level from a 10 to a zero. And wow. I'm, I'm telling you. So, you know, all of this matters. But also, again, when we talk about the definition of self-care, it's a practice of taking action to preserve or improve one's health. Gotcha. Those are very and important words. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to say it again. The practice of taking action. So you're going to have to be intentional about it. Yep. Because you've got to take action to preserve or improve one's own health. Wow. And in that you got to get a maintenance plan together as well. And it has to be something that's done regularly. So yes, with the word plan, yeah. it you have to plan for it, whatever it might be. Every week I'm getting uh, physical therapy. Every week yeah. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And it needs to be like the, the biggest word takeaway so far, intentional, intentional. Yeah. It has to be. It, and, and it has to be part of your regiment because we eat every day to stay alive and to remain healthy. But the self-care practice techniques that we must incorporate in our lives has to be that way up on our scale at this time of life. Sure. And there's so many external factors happening in life today, stresses, you know, and from COVID, and we've talked about that before, you know, social anxieties that people are dealing with. I'm seeing a lot of that. I'm working with some teenagers now getting back to school again and, you know, it's still just a lingering situation that's happening, you know. So this self-care is not just a movement. It is something that we have to incorporate mm. and take it on. And we've got to own it. We got to be empowered about self-care. My husband and I just recently, August 1st, we had bikes in the garage for quite some time and they've been sitting there collecting dust, but we made a commitment on seven o'clock each morning, six days a week. We're out and we're riding our bikes. And Steve is the funniest thing because my husband, he's also, he's been a professional physical trainer. So, you know, he'd always been buffed in shape and all the above, but, um, you know, I hadn't been on a bike and I tell people I'm 67 years young, Steve. Okay. But I had not been on a bike since I probably was like 13, 14 years of age. So my husband had always, he rode his bike, but we go out there and he's like, 
well, let me hold on to you because you know, you haven't ridden a bike, ridden a bike in so long. Let me make sure you're okay. And he's just holding the bike. So I'm like, but if you don't let go of the bike, I won't even know if I can ride the bike. So you're going to have to give me some space to see if I can well, do this. He's, he's, he just cared. <laughs> yeah. 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 He got your back. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. So, but that muscle memory kicked in. Mm. Steve, I took off like. Good for you. <laughs> when I tell you, I have been enjoying bike riding every single day. I can't even believe that I've taken this on at 67 and I am enjoying it. You know, I go to bed with an excitement and exuberation like, oh my God, I'm going to get up and ride my bike and just. Getting up that early, the breeze, the air, you know, it is just wonderful looking up at the sky. You're, you're reading like, my mind and I, I love you and I hate you at the same time, <laughs> millionaire. So used to ride the bike all the time. Enjoy it. Oh, wow. It, I, it needed a tune up, a tire change. Yeah. I figured, am I going to do it? Let me bring it in a shop. So I got it fixed. You know when that was? Uh oh. And I How haven't, I haven't ridden since I took it into the shop. And prior to, to that, get it was probably a year. Um, oh. I took it into the shop to get fixed. Wait for it. Uh-oh. I'm, I'm glad I'm sitting down. A year ago. It was August. <laughs> and it's it's in the garage. <laughs> and I every day I'm like, yeah, I got to get on that bike. Gonna... So yeah. I need to be intentional. And what a great idea. Get up early. Look forward mm-hmm. to it. Get a good yeah. little workout going in there. See scenery. Breathe some yes. fresh air. I also love riding. Right, I have a, I have two kayaks. I even have a Jeep, an old twenty-year-old Jeep, just Whoa. just for the kayaks. I strap them onto the top. I, oh my it, goodness! The thing is rusting away. I've gone maybe twice so far this year, and I had said mm-hmm. to myself, "This is going to be the year I'm going to go a lot, like at least once right. a week." And I right. haven't done it. And the summer's almost over, so yeah. I I need to be intentional and do that. That's the way it is. Yeah. I got to do it. Yeah. And it's a plan. Yeah. Like you said, you plan for it. You do. Put it in your schedule. You know, as we're scheduled right here, yeah. put that self-care scheduling in your schedule. And that's what works for me. Because, you know, until we get into the custom of that being part of our regiment for the day. And and now, you know, I'm passionate about it and I'm excited about it. And, you know, when you have that mixed in with it. No one could have ever told me, Stephen 67, I'd be riding a bike. Right. I, I just would not have thought that that would have been something that I would have enjoyed doing and looking forward to. So, you know, we just never know the brand new excursions that we yeah. can take with our lives and and just start something new that is really helping your body and getting that cardio in. And look what you're air. doing, though. And I, I think... A lot of people don't realize it. The first thing they think, oh, okay, you're riding a bike, you're getting exercise. Fantastic. That's great. But you're spending time for you. You're grounded because you're in nature. You're seeing, you know, you're passing trees and things. How often do we take the time to do that? You're getting fresh air. Uh, All of there's so many things that are encompassing in just even riding a bike. And that's just one thing. Do you think, millionaire, that people don't, take the time for self-care because they feel guilty. Oh yeah. I, I certainly believe that's a huge component. And, um, and I think I'm going to be quote unquote, a little sexist here. So I, I don't want to have to go there, but I'll put that disclaimer. 
as mothers, that nurturing spirit that we carry, especially us, because we're the caretakers Mm. normally, and we feel that, oh, everybody has got to be taken care of. And self is just like screaming in the background somewhere, you know, just trying to say, hello, I'm here. Can I get some attention? I mean, hello. And, you know, we just don't realize having a mindset of self-care, how you're saving yourself mentally, physically, spiritually, financially, relationship-wise, because there are so many stresses of life today that when you have those moments of intentional self-care, it helps relationships in the family. It helps the dynamics in the family. It helps you at your job. It helps you when you're out in public because you can tell when people are wound up, you can see it on them. You can feel it. You can feel the negative energy, the vibrations in the air. It is just like, Ooh, you know? And, um, I recall once we were in a restaurant and the waitress was just kind of like, oh, my God. I kept saying to my husband, oh, my God, what is going on with this woman? She's like killing me because I could feel it all. And I just stopped and I said to her, I said, you know, I don't want to pry into your personal business. I said, but I just have to. I'm compelled to ask you, are you okay?" Hmm. I said, because I just feel and she busted out crying. You know, sometimes we, you know, you get, because of course, you know, in the service business and taking care of people, but still the lack of empathy that we have for others in this country nowadays is, it's horrendous. We, we have failed at it. And, um, I say, you got to give people grace sometimes because you just don't know the backdrop of what they're dealing with. You don't know if this woman just got told from a doctor's appointment, she's got cancer. You you don't know if she's going through a divorce. You don't know if her mom has some, I mean, it's just so many factors in life that all of us have a situation of some sort and not everybody has great coping skills. Not everybody is as resilient as others. And I say to people listening and hearing this podcast, also with your self-care, think of others also when you come across people sometimes and you get a little impatient about it. Step back and breathe and just, you know, because you don't know. And um, Mm. it goes a long way. What you said is so important in that those of us do so much for others, especially some of these industries of, you know, firefighter, doctor, we're always giving, we're always giving, then we go home and our family, give, 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 give. There's nothing left to give even to yourself at that point. You've, you've, you've like, I don't have time for me. I'm just, I'm spent from, from, from doing it for everybody else. But in order to preserve yourself, you need to kind of turn a little bit. Yeah. And focus more on you. That spotlight you put on everybody else, you need to go yes. like this and shine it on yourself a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. You're absolutely right. How about, and this is what I struggle with uh, in, in the few minutes we have left, ideas mm-hmm. of self-care. Because you just said the bike thing. I'm like, 
Steve, you jerk. <laughs> you should be on your bike. I didn't even think of that. And it's like in the back of my head, but now it's in the forefront. Uh, yeah. If it wasn't raining today, I would, you know, I'd go home and I'd probably hit the bike. Right. Um, right. What are some of the other things that maybe we're, we're, we slips our mind when it comes to self care? Well, and I know I shared this once with the audience before as well. Every Saturday morning, regiment, mm. I do my bath, rose petals, mm. my incense. I have everything laid out. I have a TV in the bathroom, you know, nice big bath. And I sit there and I relax. Mm. And that is me, my time. Yeah. Yep. Me, my time is what I call it. And you could be doing anything. You could be baking cookies. It doesn't even matter. You're doing yes. something you enjoy. You're doing yes. something for you exclusively yes. for you. Nobody else isn't connected in this. I mean, exactly. granted, you ride your bike with your husband, but that's right. But, but that is benefiting you. And actually it's, it's, it's benefiting yeah. your relationship because it's exactly. even yes. a little bit more. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Hmm. And the other thing that I certainly wanted to mention because, um, you know, self-care for the professionals, which I mentioned earlier in the context of the conversation is compassion fatigue. And what that means is mm. indifference to charitable appeals on behalf of those who are suffering experienced as a result of the frequency of number of such appeals, signs of compassion fatigue, misuse of drugs, alcohol or food, anger, need to place blame, chronic lateness, depression, feeling mm. of failure, exhaustion. Wow. These are certain things that will show up when a person has compassion fatigue. And, you know, I always tell people, if you watch people, behavior shows up. Mm. And when your coworkers are off their behavioral game, I call it, what the norm is usually, there may be something that they're dealing with. And again, I'm going back to that having a level of grace and empathy for people and checking on people. Uh, one of the things that I will do, I've started since I've you know been life coaching, sometimes I'll call a friend of mine and I just say, Steve, how's your mental health today? Hmm. A check-in. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And actually I had a friend who he's going through some, some tough times, PTSD and, and other mm -hmm. situations. I haven't been hanging with him in months and we used to get together all the time because he said, I just need to go off and do my, right. my thing. Uh, right. And he actually checked in with me recently and I was like, wow. I'm just doing a check-in text. I'm like, oh, I miss you. How's everything going? Um, you know, trying to get together with him, but I, I, he's that kind of a guy where I, I already, I, I haven't figured out where he goes off and needs to be, you know, right. The, needs every, to be alone, have some long time. Everybody's different. Um, yes. if somebody wants to, to look at self-care and, and it's, it's also accountability, you know, the coaching, yes. which you offer and lots more, how do we find you? Yes. My website is effectuallifecoaching.com. I also, my phone number is 661-341-0730. On Instagram, I'm at Millionaire Mindset. I'm on Facebook. Put me in Google. I'm all over the map. I've got about six to eight pages on Google. So if you put in Millionaire Williams, H-E-I-R hyphen Williams, I'm your girl. 
Give awesome. me a buzz. Let, let's make this thing happen for you and live a prosperous, healthy life. Love it. And I'm glad we talked about this today. It, uh, it's yes. so important. And uh, enjoy your bike ride tomorrow morning. Oh, I'm going to. Looking forward to it. <laughs> All right, Millionaire. Thank you so much. So good seeing you. Take you take care of yourself. Bye-bye. We'll talk soon. Coming right back. All Hang right. on. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Let's go inside the mind of a 10-year-old. I should have worn those earrings today. I like those earrings. Gabby has those awesome earrings. I need to ask her where she got those, but that's just what she would want me to do. I'll have Michaela ask her for me. Buckle up, Sarah. Yeah, but then Michaela will be like, why don't you just ask her yourself? That's just like Michaela. Sarah. Buckle up. Michaela's such a great name. I wish I was called Michaela. There's like a dozen Sarahs in my class. Hey, we're not hitting the road until you buckle up, honey. Oh, yeah. Seatbelt. I forget sometimes because my brain is, like, busy, you know? I wonder if there's pizza at school today. Sometimes it can be tough to get through to your kids, but it's not impossible. Always make sure they're wearing their seatbelts, even on short drives. Remember, you have the keys, you have the power. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup for more information.